वेलकम टू द शैबी एंड मैन पॉडकास्ट नमस्कार दोस्तों वी पार्टनर्स पेरेंट्स पॉडकास्टर्स ब्रॉडकास्टर्स एंड एवरीथिंग एल्स इन बिटवीन नाउ बिफोर वी टॉक अबाउट द मैच दैट हैज जस्ट कंक्लूडेड बिटवीन इंडिया एंड पाकिस्तान द वर्ल्ड कप मैच दिस इज अ संडे वीव जस्ट फिनिश वाचिंग द क्रिकेट वर्ल्ड कप आईसीसी वर्ल्ड कप मैच बिटवीन इंडिया एंड पाकिस्तान and india just won india's just won before we go there we just wanted to take a moment and see how podcasts have suddenly become so big not I just with exactly, the hyperloy i know where you're coming from where am i coming from from the president of the united states ex president of the united states that's what you're talking about yes the ex president of uh, the united states barack obama and his wife we've just heard that the only two things that they're going to be lending their voice to or lending their support Actually, to Actually we don't know they might be lending their voice to other things but, but this is definitely things. two things we know Yeah one is uh, the presidential podcast so they're going to be guesting I think on various podcasts Basically they've struck a deal one with Netflix they're going mm. to do stuff with Netflix. they've got a company called Higher Ground Yeah So they're doing stuff on Netflix and they're doing things on Spotify yeah. which is all podcasting stuff Everybody's kind of now whether it is politician sports star everybody's figured out that the way to reach out to the masses is via a podcast हमें तो कह कह के थक गया कि भविष्य में मेजोरिटी लोग पॉडकास्ट ही सुनेंगे केवल पॉडकास्ट सुनेंगे रेडियो भी सुनेंगे टू बी फेयर वी प्रिफर आई डोंट नो वेदर इट्स बिकॉज यू एन आई आर ब्रॉडकास्ट आई डोंट बटेन क्रिकेट and to be fair it was quite a convincing victory it was reduced to a bit of a farce at the end when all the commentators were saying they had to do it for that taking rules to ridiculous to the, extremes what is called duck lewis method the duckward lewis method they were talking about what a big deal it is any india pakistan match and i reckon now more so than ever because india and pakistan don't get to play each other in their respective countries because of the political tension everybody says that the common But man in india and pakistan they have no the, problem i know there was other. a lot of hype but from what i could judge today yeah. it was in a wonderful spirit when i was growing up in india 80s 90s i mean i remember i was a huge fan of imran khan who was a charismatic pakistani captain i know who imran khan is and very much yes i remember and watching sports, him play in india so many called sports week or something there used to be a magazine in india yeah, sports star sports, sports week he used to be on the cover of it. Yeah. not just that he used to be on the cover of stardust and society and all of that also because he was such a socialite but that's not the point the point is that the was, hype is was he is the prime minister of he pakistan. is now the respected prime minister of pakistan that is why india and pakistan playing each other in a game of cricket anywhere in the world is generate so much hype. now again i have a bone to pick with you you've been telling me that oh i've been reading in the press and people have been talking about how it's impossible to get your hands on the ticket anyone who i know whether it is on a press pass whether it is on an invite to a <laughs> vip box uh, or whether it is actually paying for the ticket with their hard earned money anyone who i know was actually there at the match because you hang out with people who get free passes no. your average person doesn't no but i saw so many friends who were doing check ins and they've not just been to the india pakistan match they've been to virtually every game that india has played that's right because pass on ke pass so i don't know who these the british press and you i don't know what you've been reading or who you've been asking ki oh my god it's gold dust is so hard to get i found it hilarious though one man said we uh, could we could have actually gone to manchester but we could we have gone but, but we, we chose we, not and actually we had a lovely time watching it today. 
yesterday. We watched several bits and pieces of the game at various different uh, places. Uh, places. It was fantastic. You know how they say that India and Pakistan are two countries divided by the same sport, mm. the same way that England and America mm. or Great Britain and America are the, are the same countries divided same, by the same language. Divided by the same language. Actually. Yeah. Recently, I think last week or the week before last, there was a big thing in India that. Hindi had to become compulsory hmm. and there was a big backlash hmm. because people in South India want to speak their language, Bengalis want to speak Bengali. Hmm. People in the other states, they learnt it later in their lives, right? Later you had to just have and, some and listen, you, you, you basically learn Hindi to watch a Hindi film. Hindi film. Huh. Unless you're in but Uttar Pradesh or Delhi or something where you speak Hindi. In the north, yeah. So, but that act has now been repealed, right? Yeah, it, it was, the government kind yeah, of... They said uh, it. They were, till last week, they're going to go through with it. That mm. it's going to be the mm. national language compulsory in schools. But, uh, you know, people in Tamil Nadu didn't want to learn it. They want to uh. learn their language. So, what is your point? That is it a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Do you think it's a good thing to unite uh, everyone with the same language? I think it is because that was one of the reasons English and Hindi were the two languages that virtually everybody in India across the length and breadth of India spoke. And I think it is a very big factor in bringing the country together. Good for people to be multilingual. Of course, there's only positives in there. The more languages you learn, the better your yeah. grasp now, over of the language, years, the more literature and art and culture you Over the years, when to. you're talking to your mom and dad in Bangla, huh. I understand what you're saying. I get the gist. Yeah. Now, talking about art and culture and all that kind of inverted commas kind of stuff, this week you've been rather highbrow, you know, wearing saris and necklaces. When I say necklaces, I mean those huge statement Chunky necklaces. Chunky statement pieces. Yeah, and the big fat bindis. Yes. But you're... Um, I reserve them for my arty moments. I know. So you were in the British Library, you were in the British Museum. Yeah. It was a Jaipal. You were in the Indian High... I find it a little hilarious. It's a bit like... The, you the know what? Khana, you, the Khana must be amazing. Yeah. Khana was amazing. But it's not about the Khana, okay? It's not even about the Ghana. It's about the Parna, Likhna and Kitabe, literature, Sahitya. What would you know? Listen. So, people Well, if they're writers and all, maybe. But otherwise, I don't know. Listen. You don't know, you choose not to know. I choose not to know. The Jaipur Literary Festival, rather the Jaipur Literature Festival, happening outside of Jaipur, this reminds me of Delhi Public School. Just as you have branches of Delhi Public School all Everywhere. over the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, my son goes to Delhi Public School, Haridwar. So, what? Apparently, you have You won't believe places. it, but there's a Delhi Public School next to my mom and dad's flat in Pune. In Pune. Yeah, there's one in Bangalore. There's one all over the country. But Jaipur Literature Festival in London, it was fabulous because um, I saw my favorite, William Darample, in conversation with um, the curator of the, the South Asia Gallery at the British Museum. So it was fantastic Actually, things. we must tell everyone that William Darample story, that yeah. when I first went to India, I, I just met you, I think. We, were, yeah. we just happened to be on radio together, but we weren't doing a show together. Yeah. So I met you one day and... I just got this new book um, called City of Jinns. It had just come out one or two years before. Mm. And it was set in... Um, Delhi. It was set in Delhi and I was reading it and there was a fantastic scene about Indian International Center where... Uh, I can't remember. He goes to the taxi driver. Yeah, he asked somebody, ki, bhai, bhaiya, where can I find the nearest taxi? And he said, ki, oh, sir, go to International Backside. Go to International Backside. Yeah. And I used to ha happen to live Let's just, just also right next to it. explain what that is. He, yeah. The person meant go behind India International Center. Which is a club. Which is a club. Yeah, he said International Backside, which was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. And I have to live right there. Mm. And this book came out about a year or so before I moved to exactly the same place. Yeah. So I found the book hilarious. Mm. And when I met you, I said, here, read this book, remember? Yeah. And then we became big fans because mm. then we went and read his first book in Xanadu. We read The Age of Kali after that. We did, yeah. And since then, of course, he's had so many books. So we're both huge fans of him. He's done a wonderful book on um, Kohinoor as on well. On Kohinoor yeah. as well, yeah. So as we all know, he's a great Indophile. He's really researched his Mughal history. He, he lives in Gurgaon, he lives in Gurgaon. He divides his time between London and Gurgaon. And he's one of the directors, co-directors of the Jaipur Lit Fest. 
So it was fascinating because he spoke about this man who was known as Hindu Stuart. This guy called Stuart who lived in India. I'm thinking he's a British man. He's a British man who went to India as part of the British East India Company's uh-huh. rep. And then how he got fascinated by Indian culture, he chose to become a Hindu. So he thought of himself as a honorary Hindu. This man built up a very impressive personal collection of curios and arts and artifacts and Bhagwan ki murtiya and things like that. A majority of those have ended up in the South Asia Gallery at the British Museum. So we were sitting surrounded by these things, talking about these things. Absolutely fascinating. Middle uh, art. Art, culture. culture, literature, because he was reading from his diaries. He was reading from, you know, uh, his account of India 300 years ago when he first went. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. So, yeah, you know, it feels that when you're a part of something like that, you realize what you've been missing. You know, it's so wonderful to be drawn into these little debates on your own country, your own culture. Find these little parallels so, between so India and England. Can I catch, Ati, that you miss being arty-farty? Hanging around with me. I miss, yeah, I miss not going to these events often enough. I think I should. Every time I go, I think, you know what? I'm not going to wait for the next Jaipur Lit Fest. The next time something else happens because we get invites left, right and centre. We come to know of these events happening. Uh, don't say we. Say I. I do. I do. If you just look at the art and culture and the influences that the two uh, countries ended up sharing, it's beautiful. You, you, you skipped one bit. Which is? Half the stuff, uh, that is, again, another thing which the director of the British Museum said. Contrary to popular belief, a lot of the stuff, precious stuff, that made its way out of India and is displayed at various museums across the UK, a lot of it is not loot. It was personal collections of these people or it was gifts given by Indian Maharajas to the <sighs> British to pacify them and, you know. I, know. I might have to take that with a pinch of salt. Yeah. No, maybe not the Kohinoor. I don't know what the... I've not read William Dalrymple's latest book. Maybe Maybe the Kohinoor has a different history altogether. Can I just tell you, I went to the Victoria uh, exhibition at Kensington Palace. I was waiting for you to say that. So they put a replica of the Kohinoor. Uh, Can I just tell you how unimpressed I was? Because it just looked like one drab piece of stone. I think we leave the podcast. I'm glad to know that diamonds don't impress you. On that gleaming note, I think we should say bye-bye. Bye. I think this is one of our longest podcasts. Don't forget to catch us at all the usual podcasting platforms. Bye now. Bye.